listener. You're here for Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two long-distance best friends trip over themselves trying to tell you all about their newest romance reads while supporting each other and loving the hell out of Romancelandia. Let's start off with a Patreon shout-out. Patricia B.M., you are an agro-pelter, a fearsome critter that lives in hollow conifer trees from Maine to Oregon. From your vantage point in the trees, you take great joy in pelting unsuspecting lumberjacks with splinters and branches with the speed of a bullet. But probably only those who super deserve it, you know? There exists no description of what you look like because you are so quick that you've never been seen by human eyes. However, we all know you're incredibly gorgeous. You also only have babies in odd numbers, and you eat hoot owls and woodpeckers. So, you keep on shooting your excellence into the world, Patricia. It's what you were made for. We are so thankful to the whole Patreon fam, and you guys, you're blowing us away with your support for our charity fundraiser. Two weeks in, and we're already up to a donation of $704 for the Yellowhammer Fund. I am speechless. I, I'm i so excited. So we're doubling all of your new and increased Patreon pledges that happen in the months of June and July. So keep them coming, and we will keep giving you progress reports for the tally. This episode is also brought to you by a new release by Rebel Carter. It's called New Girl in Town. Moving to the Colorado mountains and starting over after leaving her abusive ex-husband was hard enough. Trying to resist her sexy neighbor was proving almost impossible. Until Aurora Martinez discovered that he was 10 years younger than her. But whenever they're together, sparks fly and Aurora needs to ask herself, is this a deal breaker or is she willing to take a chance on love and learn that age is just a number. Our fave Talia Hibbert says of Rebel Carter's writing, thoroughly satisfying. It made me happy. It made me melty. I'm so glad to have discovered this author. I actually had a chance to read this novel, and I can personally attest that with a 37-year-old heroine and a swoon-worthy hero who adores her, New Girl in Town by Rebel Carter is a sizzling read that defies expectations. Links to it will be in the episode description, so don't delay. Buy this novel ASAP. All right, let's get in to part one of Josh and Hazel's Guide to Not Dating by Christina Lauren. It's going to be swoony. Hi. Hi. Hi, Erin. Hi, Melody. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm wonderful. Are you feeling replenished and good and um, ready to go? I am. I'm feeling uh, lighter. (laughs) All right, you guys. Here's what happened. You're a dick. We (laughs) We were counting down to press record and Melody made a face. And we were going one, two, three, record, and then we record at the same time. Melody made a face, and then I laughed because her face was funny, and then she was like, what? And I was like, you what? You're the one that made a weird face. And then she said, I have to poop. <laughs> <laughs> then we had to pause. Yeah. 
And then I yep. said that I was going to tell all of you. And then she was like, no. And I was like, press record and see what happens. And then I did. And then I did. She's getting okay. me back for that Patreon episode that everyone should listen to. Because there's a whole Patreon. <laughs> that is exactly what I'm getting you back for. This is going out to thousands of people. And that Patreon episode went out to like 250 people. And yet, and yet, and yet. Oh, don't worry, you guys. Hey, guess what? Guess what, you guys? Patreon. Now is no. the time to listen oh, to yes, Aaron's truth true. episode. Like, no, you were going to talk about it. I was like, no, 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 no. Because mine's way worse. Is it? No, it's not. Yes, it is. All right. Now is okay. the time to listen yes. to Aaron's Patreon poop episode and all the rest of them. There's like 40 of them <laughs> so far. And they're coming. We There's more every time. But yes. we've decided that Aaron had an amazing idea and we have decided to donate all of, we're going to double all of the new and increased pledges for June and July to the Yellowhammer Fund. Right. To support our sisters who need basic medical care. So if you join our Patreon yep. or you increase your donation during June and July, say I become a $5 patron, that means Melody and I will donate $10 to Yellow Hammer Fund. Yep. If you are a $15 patron and you upgrade to a $20 patron, we will donate $40 to Yellow Hammer Fund. So whatever your Correct. new or increased donation is, we will donate that much to yep. the fund. Yeah. So if you're thinking about it, now is the time, ladies, so that mm -hmm. we can help out some other ladies. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. It's a really, really awesome idea. I'm psyched. And if this goes well, maybe we do more of these. Like, I think so. I don't know. If we, if we're like at the end of the July, we're like we donated four dollars, then maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> if it's like successful, we could do more of them. Yeah, so absolutely. Like Pride absolutely. and Veterans Day and all mm -hmm. those, you know, good things. All right, what's your banter? I have some housekeeping. What's well, your housekeeping? I just, clean this I house. just want to say this, Aaron. What? What? I said, clean this house. Get clean on it. it. Oh yeah, the house. Yeah, housekeeping. <laughs> that's what it is. I don't know. Okay, so during the bully episode, things were said, mistakes were made. Listen, we said some things. We said some stuff. Listen, hey, <laughs> okay. May I may have said that if somebody has two tattoos before the age of eighteen, that that is a red flag. I may have said that if somebody has a wallet <laughs> chain, that that is a red flag. <laughs> Turns out that everyone listens to this podcast had two tattoos before the age of 18 and just like wallet chains all over their body all the time. I know. Listen, guys. And they've I'm got not... like master's degrees. And yeah. And they're like, I have two families. tattoos and I am the president. Well, I shouldn't say president of the United no. States. That doesn't count. But like, I, I am, they're I am very out successful. There. And mm -hmm. that's great. Listen, here's the thing. Bird click. I'm not yeah. taking it back. And here's no, why. We're not. <laughs> I'm not retracting it. I'm not. I'm not taking it back. I, here's the thing. Things can be red flags, but we, we're not. I've got lots of red flags. If somebody were to tell me, I'm setting up on a friend date with this lady. She's 31 years old and just uh -huh. got two piercings in her face on a whim. I would say, ooh, yeah. red flag. Yeah. That's Melody. If you That's were like, me. hey, I'm fixing you up with this lady. She did have a marriage that only lasted 10 days. You would be like. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, red flag. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> or like she has a dog that she pretends has real estate in Wisconsin sometimes. <laughs> You'd be like, ooh, I don't know. 
<laughs> I just don't want anyone to think if we're because we do this a lot. We say like, oh, this heroine, red flags, hero, red flags or like, you know. Sure. That doesn't mean that we think that about you. I just hope that it's no never one's offended a blanket when we say statement. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And it's never like it's never a, a hard and fast judgment. Certainly not. And can I just say, I don't know if there is anything hotter than like a, a 20s, 30s year old lady who rides a motorcycle and has a wallet chain. Oh, yeah. You know 100%. what I'm saying? Yeah. She posted that and I was like, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're then, you're not a 17 year old boy with a hair trigger temper. So we're fine. Right. <laughs> That's the other thing is like, he had so many other red flags, one of which was yeah. that he was just a terrible person and like mm-hmm. very abusive toward her. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I wanted to say that because we've done it before and people have been like, well, that's me. Um, Like in Wall of Winnipeg, I was talking the- about mm-hmm. women who are older who dye their hair crazy colors and can't kind of decide what color their hair should be. Right. I know that's a lot of you. I just hated that heroine, you guys. I hated yeah. her. And that was like one more thing that I felt was a little bit immature about that heroine. If you have right. purple hair and you are like killing it out in the world, Jennifer S., your hair is gorgeous. I'm not That's talking right. to you. I'm talking to that bland, minion-loving idiot in Wall of Winnipeg. Right. Or after we did the 99% Mine episode uh-huh. and everybody was like, I think I'm basic and my name is Megan. Oh, <laughs> my like, God. No. I love being basic. It's my favorite. Listen, you guys. It's one of my favorite things. People who are basic don't know that they're basic. Like, Cat C was all over the cult being like, here are all the basic things about me. And mm-hmm. it was funny. No, that's not what basic women do. They just... <laughs> They think that really standard things in the world make them special. That's the thing. They're like, oh, my God, have you heard of coffee? <gasps> what? That's basic. That's what basic ladies do. Anyway, that's my housekeeping. I'm sorry if I made you feel vanilla? bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of vanilla, yeah. how's mm-hmm. that chocolate bar? <laughs> it's real good. It's necessary. <laughs> okay. I'm powering through it during banter so that I can focus on the book. Okay, okay. I need this chocolate to recharge, then that'll <laughs> right. be good to go. Okay. Are we ready for book, or are, do you have more things to say? I just fucking love them. Who? I just love the listener. <laughs> I just... Oh, we did hit a thousand in the cult. Oh! We now have over a thousand members of the cult. We do. Yeah, so... My lipstick still has not come in the mail, so... No! I'm a little pissed about that. Yes. But, you know, I'm letting it slide. She's new. Yeah. She's, she's new. new. She's new. It's fine. It's I don't fine. know if she got the memo. Yeah, I don't, who, I don't think so. It's I don't fine. even know who I put in charge of sending memos. No. <laughs> it's fine. You're the inspirational <laughs> cult leader. It's true. And I'm, I'm not the spreadsheet. So I don't yep. think anyone does send memos. It's just discipline and inspiration. Mm, it's true. It's true. Maybe we'll uh, we'll delegate the spreadsheets to someone else when we get around to it. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. Sounds good. Anyway, no, I've um I've just been like having uh, a rough couple of weeks and the cult the couple of like chats that i'm involved in everybody yes. is just really really managing to without even knowing it like keep me with my head above the water mm-hmm. and they're just being them and being genuine and not even you know not even when i'm not like tagged in posts or anything just the fact that they exist and you guys are so good to each other and it's so nice to not only watch you but interact with you and yeah the cult has been a huge huge boon for me 
in the yes. last couple of weeks without even trying. Even if we stop doing the podcast at some point in time, I want to hang on to that Facebook group for as long yeah. as I possibly can. Because like, yeah. All like 990 of you ladies and 10 of you men's that are in there. Mm. Great people. All right. Okay. Yeah. Should we do this? Josh and Hazel. Josh and Hazel. Josh and Hazel. Josh and Hazel. It's a book that we liked and doesn't have any rapes or sexual assault in it. Oh my God, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) For the first time in so long. I don't think I'm going to say oof. Well, I probably will. But like not. That but not about times. the protagonists. No. Well, no. Well, listen, Hazel's a little bit oofy sometimes. Hazel, you can shut your fucking mouth, Aaron. I, <laughs> she I get is, it. But like, she is goals for me. She if is. If Hazel was going to be a Melody or an Aaron, could you oh. acknowledge that she's squarely a Melody? <laughs> I mean, I think she's like octagonally a Melody. What does that or, even mean, octagonally? Or parallelogrammally uh, what is that a melody what are you talking about we're not squares geometry <laughs> oh okay what a weird way to take it that's very odd especially it wasn't the last episode where we were like talking about penis geometry yeah but now we weren't mathematicians yeah but i i mean but i penis physics is all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm staying i will not retract that all right. That's just gospel tr- fucking truth. All right. Okay. So Josh and Hazel's Guide to Not Dating, you guys, by Christina Lauren, by another dynamic fucking duo. Yeah, totally. Who I can't wait to have on the podcast someday. Someday. Hear us. Mm-hmm. Hear us, Christina Lauren. Yes, we want you. We're going to have you. <laughs> All right. So with your consent, <laughs> should we? Should we read the prologue out loud? All of it? I think we should. All right. So, okay, this is a point of view book. So each chapter is going to switch out between Hazel's first person narrative and Josh's first person narrative. Yeah. I'm going to read this until it becomes boring for everybody but me. But it's so good. It just starts off with such a fucking bang. Like, it's. I read the first paragraph and I was like, I am 100% invested. I cannot uh-huh. wait to be in this book. I'm ready to right. go. I finished this book on Wednesday. Wednesday. What? Wednesday. Holy shit, you guys. The only other book I've ever finished on Wednesday was The Hating Game. Yep. That's anyway, true. I finished, whatchamacallit, Fires of Winter. No, I got halfway through Fires of Winter at 3 a.m. the morning we recorded. Yeah, 40%. 40%. The morning we recorded. That's how hard that shit was for me. (laughs) Bully, too. Anyway. Mm -hmm. All right. So, prologue. Hazel's voice. Before we get started, there are a few things you should know about me. Number one, I am both broke and lazy. A terrible combination. (laughs) Number two, I am perpetually awkward at parties and in an effort to relax will probably end up drinking until I'm topless. Number three, I tend to like animals more than people. And number four, I can't always be counted on to... I can always be counted on to do or say the worst possible thing in a delicate moment. Mm -hmm. In summary, I am superb at making an ass out of myself. At the outset, this should explain how I've successfully never dated Josh M. M? I'm M? M. I would assume M. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've made myself entirely undateable in his presence. And then Uh. she proceeds to tell the many embarrassing things she's done. Oh, God. To and around. Poor Josh. The first one is that she got super drunk at a party, and the way that she came on to him was the most melody thing I've ever heard in my life. It was so melody. It was like... (laughs) 
She goes, you are the hottest guy I've ever seen, and I would be honored to give you <laughs> sex tonight. <laughs> I, she vomited on his shoes. Like, you know it's how perfect. when you read it, you put yourself in the position of the heroine, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. like it's you. Especially in a first-person narrative. I swam I, around in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> She's making swimming motion. When I read this, imagined myself not as Hazel, but as standing but as next to Hazel. No. Oh. <laughs> Being like, this is my friend Hazel. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm because, your friend. Yeah, because you've said, this is my friend Melody. This is my friend Melody. <laughs> as I've been like, tits out for summer. <laughs> Literally, my tits are out for summer. It's like Melody. If we're in a Walgreens, Let's do calm a it shot. down. Look, it's a buffet. <laughs> There's so much shrimp, Aaron. Oh my god, your wedding's gonna be so fun. I really am gonna make Kate There's take a picture a- of me with a seat up just at your buffet. <laughs> There's a seafood tower. Seafood Stop it. Tower. Yeah. Stop it. It's called a tower of seafood. I hope the rest gonna of your guests clams. understand. It's gonna have scallops. It's gonna have oysters raw kind it's gonna have the legs Man. of the crabs alaskan kind and it's gonna Whoa. be shaped in a tower <laughs> and it's a buffet so i think that tower just keeps on coming i feel like it can't be finite right shit bro no yeah, yeah. towers aren't finite yeah towers anyway. just keep on going to the sky is what i've heard totally so anyway <sighs> okay so Kay. she did that then yeah. she took a class Dominant. where he was the ta oh god i love and a ta love a ta you guys <laughs> Love a TA. I mean, because it's the competence boner, it's a little bit of the authority boner. You know I get an authority boner. I know you do. (laughs) I love a competence. I love an authority. I love an organized. I love like an intellect boner, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because he would do these like adorable little um, study sessions with anybody who needed to bone up on the... (laughs) anatomy lesson they were they were doing because it was an yeah. anatomy thing Oof, even better like he was very good at being a ta did you catch later on when he talked about how her oral presentation was about the structure and function uh-huh. of the penis yes <laughs> it was very melody oh hazel my heart beats for you <laughs> Um, so when he was a TA, she oh, wait, got her. No, I'm sorry. Wait, what? no. Before that, she also was accidentally dating his roommate. Yes. And he didn't understand the sock on the door communication. And so Joshua. he barges in with her just bent over a couch, yes. getting it from behind. Yes. And I mean, I don't. It's, it's great. He got to see her boobs. Also, very Melody. <laughs> you know, who knows? <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. Sorry. Who knows? I'm, not, I'm just saying, I, I just feel like that is an awkward situation that you would be unlucky enough to find yourself in. I would also thrive in it. Yes. You'd be like, hey! You'd <laughs> be like, oh, oh this Josh! Crouched behind your couch. <laughs> so, I need a blanket. I'm guessing you're going to want to, like, eat some cereal or something, so yeah. I should probably go. Come on in. <laughs> anyway, Sorry. Okay, and then, so she takes his class. She's his, she, He's her TA. Mm-hmm. And she goes and gets her wisdom teeth out. Mm-hmm. And then she proceeds to send the most adorable high on painkillers email because she needs a, an extension for something. Mm-hmm. Aaron and I have already talked about this. And on Patreon this week, we're going to publish emails that we have drunkenly sent people. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I can find some. It's going to be excellent. Yes. Oh, I've got the 
it's the it's the best. <laughs> I, I mean, not like compared good. to you. I mean, like just it's so it's yes. so me. Yes, it's crazy. Can I tell you a wisdom teeth story though? Ah, uh, yes, please. I had my wisdom teeth out, and I was mm-hmm. dating a boy at the time. This is college, okay. mm-hmm. and a couple days after my wisdom teeth came out, I was still like at my house and um, still in recovery of wisdom mm-hmm. teeth. Uh, mm-hmm. Had the stitches, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he was all like. Mm, like up on me and like no. trying to make out and i was like i just had the wisdom teeth out i don't think i'm supposed to be making out with anyone like i'm still eating like no you don't want to be in there because it's like stitches and stuff and he's like it's fine it's like it was like days ago you have stitches it's not a big deal those stitches opened up and i bled in that <gasps> boy's mouth no! yes <laughs> and you know people really underestimate the amount of suction that happens yes! while making out Because you can have like zero suction whatsoever when you Mm -hmm. have your wisdom teeth out. So even the most minimal amount. Yeah. And then like he was like grossed out by it. And I was like, you did this to you. Like this was a warning. And like, oh, God, God, we look like vampires. It was terrible. It was horrible. Incredible. Horrible. Terrible. And that, everyone, in case you are Cole or Liz listening to this, was Mm -hmm. Marshall. So if anyone was wondering... (laughs) who that was man what a lucky there it is the first oof but it was because of me (laughs) because of you we didn't last long that's all right you know one of the best signs when you're dating a new person is like Mm -hmm. how okay they are with unexpected bodily fluid Mm -hmm. you know yeah because i had a friend who was who had sex with this guy Mm -hmm. i actually think it was our first time anyway and then they like sort of got dressed in like the the quasi i know this one i know this one it's the best (laughs) So they got dressed in the quasi dark and like, you know, smooched and then he left or whatever. And she looked at her bed and she was like, oh, my God, I bled like I had no idea. And then she was like, oh, my God, my period's like two days from now. But I guess it just happened early or like maybe it was my scrunchie, not Uh my cellophane. And uh, sorry, that was a joke. It is called the hymen. <laughs> <laughs> I like cellophane. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even miss a beat. I was like, yep, cellophane. Got it. Right, right, right. But it is not like cellophane. It's a scrunchie in case anyone was wondering. And hasn't yeah, yeah, listened yeah. To it. yeah. Yeah, I know. I just want everybody to understand the context here. Okay. All right. Right. So it you're is scrunchy. a scrunchie, not a cellophane. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, she texted him and she was like, hey, I'm really sorry. Like, you might see some blood on your parts because I didn't know. And like, I'm I it maybe came early or whatever. And this goddamn all star was mm-hmm. like, hey, it's all right. A little uterine lining never hurt anybody. <gasps> oh, oh, what a man. What a man. <laughs> just good work sir 10 out of 10 would fuck you again you know (laughs) all right chapter one it's the last day of school hazel is a teacher and she is hanging out with her friend emily and we get this quote which i think is very indicative for the rest of the book when i meet somebody i love i become an octopus and wind my tentacles around their heart tighter and tighter until i can't deny that they love me just the same it's so melody <laughs> you're doing the creepy fingers, I I creepy fingers. fingers. <laughs> that's our symbol of friendship maybe we'll send you a video it is <laughs> so basically they teach i guess they don't teach at the same school maybe emily was coming to grab her or something like that but emily 
her best friend, Emily Goldrich, mm-hmm. is having a barbecue for the last day of school with all the teachers from her school. And Hazel has applied yes. to go work at Emily's school. Mm-hmm. And so all the people from Emily's school are at the barbecue. And like Hazel's pretty sure she's got the job because Emily's married to the principal, whose name I can't remember. Dave. Dave. And she like hangs out with them as a couple. He is also her friend. But like yes. Emily is the cornerstone of yes. their relationship. It's super cute because like she arrives and she's like, oh, Dave is, has a picture of his famous margaritas, his lethal margaritas. Yes. And so she grabs Emily and she's like, you are in charge of keeping my shirt on tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in case we miss it, there's a point where like her and Josh yes. are out as friends where she mimes to him like a drink <laughs> and then like her shirt and like points to him as in um, it's your job to make sure yep. I don't drink so much my shirt comes off and like that was she's the drinking most out of a fishbowl uh-huh yeah it was just the most <laughs> they love each other so much moment I just oh. loved it but we're getting well, ahead of ourselves it, at this party though mm-hmm. later on we find mm-hmm. out from Josh's perspective that she has I think like three drinks in <laughs> she asks him to staple her shirt to her pants <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so funny it's lovely but when she comes okay bing boom bong she shows up at this party with a big old red flag and do you know what it is no she names a fucking car can heroin (laughs) listen up stop naming your cars never it's not cute it's not cute it's adorable stop it stop Stop i'm never gonna stop no it's basic as hell and stop that's what i say yeah red flag just flying in the wind giuseppe i think is the name (laughs) anyway giuseppe is also an excellent car name oh my god there's no such thing there's no such thing there's no such great car name stop naming your cars stop it so she arrives also i love her perspective because she goes on so many tangents it is lovely so she has immediately a conversation about who's got the best boobs between her And Emily and all the other teachers at the new school at a job uh-huh. for which she has applied. Stop I know. It. Stop they started it. it. Kind of. I she just... doesn't start it. She Ooh. just walks in. She just participates. It made me nervous. And who comes up behind her? Wait, wait, wait. I have to wait. read this because it's okay. so good. Okay. So she's talking about this and she has, she says something. Uh-huh. Okay. They're like, oh, you win the best hits competition. What does my trophy look like? I ask. A giant bronze cock. Oh, right. And then. A while later, she's she's thinking of one of the women like across the circle from her. And she goes, Trin isn't tickled by my lack of filter because she's already tipsy on one of Dave's, Dave's killer margaritas. She's just cool with weirdos. My octopus tentacles twitch at my side. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Remind. Okay. So when you're here in two weeks for my wedding, we need to take a video of us doing creepy fingers creepy at each other fingers. so they can see what it is. Yes. Okay. Because Melody has not stopped doing it for the past 25 minutes. (laughs) So then, who should come up behind her when she's talking about bronze cocks and tits? Josh Josh M. M, The sexy TA. The blueprint for perfect. The blueprint for perfect. The sexy TA from college. And guess what? He's even better looking now Uh, than he was in college. Oh, yeah. All tanned and fit. This is a quote. All tanned and fit with his flawlessly crafted features. He's ducking away in horror already, but my brain takes this opportunity to give my mouth revenge wedgie. <laughs> like, I love her voice. And then she says, it's cool. 
I wave an extremely casual hand. Josh has already <laughs> seen my boobs. The party stops. Air stills. I mean, not because he wanted to see them. My brain despe- desperately tries to fix this. They were forced on him. A wind chime rings mournfully in the distance. Birds stop flying midair and fall to their deaths. Not forced like by me, I say. And Emily groans in pain. But like his roommate and me, Josh puts his hand on my arm. Hazel, just stop. Josh is her best friend's brother. Wait, and then wait for this. A while yeah. later, Trent asks, did you guys date? Josh pales. Oh my God, never. Holy crap. I forgot how much I like this guy. <laughs> it's one of those things that like it's you so don't want to be in a club with anyone who would be in a club with you. It's like, oh God, mm-hmm. I love that he would never date me. That's such a great I know. Um, quality I that he it. has. <sighs> so... <sighs> She finds out at this party that she gets the job. But more importantly, she finds out that Josh is her best friend's brother. Like, how does she not know that? Yeah, I know. I know what your brother looks like. I don't know. I mean, they're fairly new friends. Sort of. Yeah, they're like work friends. And Hazel doesn't really seem like the social media type. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I'll buy it. I I did buy it. I lapped it up like it was nothing. I don't know why I'm being so skeptical and bitchy about it right now, but it just occurred (laughs) to me. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Why should she know? Maybe know that. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I'm grown. Emily is um, married and she took her husband's name. So she doesn't have Josh's last name. Anyway. Yes. All right. So they start talking all throughout the party and it is super cute. She's basically like, I think that we're going to be like best friends. And he's like, I don't know about that. I will say she has seen pictures of him as a child because I missed the sentence before. Apparently, this is the grown up version of the metal mouth tween brother I've seen in the row of photos in Emily's living room. Well done, puberty. (laughs) And also, he doesn't go by his given name, which is Jameen. Is that the right Uh, way to pronounce it? I think it's Jimin. 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 Yeah. So he goes by. So when she's over at Emily's house and stuff, they call him Jimin. So that's different. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So she decides to be his best friend. She's wrapping those tentacles all around him. Uh huh. And they talk about like how she propositioned him in the past and all of that. Mm -hmm. And then he gets a text and he finds out that his girlfriend is not coming up for the weekend. So this is when we find out that he has a long distance girlfriend. In LA. Her name is yes. They they live in Portland, Oregon, which yeah. also just like my heart beats for Portland, Oregon. Oh anyway, I get so uncomfortable in Portland. Like I just feel like they know I don't belong there. Yeah, that and, checks like, out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a training once in Portland. I had to go to a farmers market and get lunch in uniform, and I was just like, they hate oh, me. They hate me. They hate man. me. They hate me. Like, I was just like get me out of here. <laughs> so. My favorite, though, is that her name is Tabitha, and then her response is, there are real people named Tabitha? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You know, you know what I think of always when I think of the name Tabitha? And I know there are Tabithas in the cult, so don't at me. I'm not talking about you. You know right. what I think about? <laughs> what do you think about when you think about fictional Tabithas? Fictional? Well, this is a real Tabitha, but you oh. remember that show on Bravo when like Tabitha would come shut down a hair salon? Do you remember that show? No, I did not like watch that. Very, she was a very severe British Tabitha, and she would Ooh. come into your salon. It was like Bar Rescue, but for salons, and she'd be like, Ooh. shut it down. She'd like go in your back room and find all your like dirty scissors, <gasps> and she'd be like, your scissors are dirty, and she'd throw them, <gasps> and she'd break your shit, and then she'd be like, this is a disgrace, shut it down, and then she'd teach you how to cut hair better. 
And then wow. they were, and like three days later, it was it changed. Everything was changed and good again. It was a 180. That's yeah, it was like Tabitha takes over or something like that. It was like Tabitha takes it. That may be the name of the show. It was something like that. Anyway. Anyway, so then she was a great he's Tabitha. like, mm-hmm. And he's like, Tabby is my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Tabby? <laughs> because she she's this name. so drunk. She's just so, she's also just <laughs> drunk. <laughs> um, and then I love this because Dave, Dave, her now boss, is like, Hazel, shut up. And she goes, HR file? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Man, it's so good. Anyway, so then he says something like, uh, I always thought I caught you in a phase. His left <laughs> eyebrow makes a fancy arch. Apparently, you're just like this. <laughs> so when she's deciding to be yeah. his best friend, he says he's he's like totally sober, just watching her just like completely implode of drunkenness. Uh-huh. He identifies her as a sexy woman. She's like, oh, yeah, a, she's a total goofball, but she's like really sexy at it. Yeah, he's like talking about the arch of her neck or something uh-huh. awesome and yeah, her, yeah, her yeah. full bosoms yes everybody she does have the best tits at the party as we know she does yeah and he says i feel like you're just making you're making me drunk just by speaking i peer into her (laughs) glass like some kind of osmosis is happening (laughs) and she says well i think we're gonna be best friends (laughs) and my bewildered silence she reaches up and ruffles my hair I live in Portland. You live in Portland. You have a girlfriend, and I have a huge assortment of Netflix series backlogged. We both hate the word glands. I know I love your sister. She loves me. This is the perfect setup for a boy-girl best ship. I've already been unbearable near you, which makes it impossible to scare you away. And then he says, I'm afraid you're going to try. And she's like, you think I'm fun. I love her. All right. Oh, Glands. They hate the word glands. It's so Glans. good. Glands. Okay. Glands. Yeah. Okay. So the party. I mean, there's a ton of other cute shit at the party. There's like a ton she's of just parties. She's just a ball of energy and fun and hilarity. Like you will really enjoy reading about Hazel doing anything. Oh, but nothing really yes. happens except that. He finds out that Tabitha won't come up for the weekend. Right. And more than that, she's like, she's like, oh, I've got to work and like this and that. And she does that thing where she's like, do you want me to come up tomorrow or would it be a waste? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, don't be mad at me. Mm-hmm. And he sort of, I mean, smartly, but I also think it was pretty, I mean, it's very genuine. He's like, come home tomorrow if you want, but it's totally up to you. You know, I always want to see you. Hmm. Oh, it's so sad. Anyway. Okay, so the party is awesome. Mm -hmm. Then he and his sister Emily the next day go out shopping. Right. And meanwhile, Hazel is shopping for a pet because she can't. (laughs) Because she already has a rabbit, a dog, and a parrot. Yes. And now she can't decide between a hamster or a gerbil and a fish. Right. A rodent or a fish. I don't know if it's a hamster or a gerbil. Doesn't matter. She's basically making the pet smart employee decide for her. Um, and he's yeah. like, I don't I don't know you. And she's like, just make a decision. What do I want? Yeah. A gerbil or a fish? <laughs> and so she gets a call from Emily. God, what is the ringtone? Emily has changed her ringtone to something very profane as a joke. And she's in the middle of pet smart and this thing is going off and she can't make it stop. What is it? All right. It's... <laughs> Lick it right, lick it good, <laughs> suck this pussy just like you should. My neck, my back, lick my pussy and my crack. My neck, my back, lick my pussy and my crack. 
I wish you guys could see the music video that Melody just performed. Anyway, so she's got a call from Emily, and Emily's basically saying, hey, listen, Josh is super sad. He has no friends and no girlfriend here. You guys yeah. hit it off at the party. You guys should... I'm setting you up on a friend date, basically. Right. And you can hear Josh in the background being like, I'm not sad. I have friends. Like, right. <laughs> and, and you can hear Emily just be like, shut up. Right. Anyway, you're yeah, going to go over to her house for lunch. Tabitha. Yes. His whole hates family hates Tabitha. Well, and Emily yeah. thinks she's cheating on him, too. She's constantly like, yeah. mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, and then Hazel's like, great, tell him to come over anytime after 11 and also bring takeout. And she's like, Hazel. <laughs> and Hazel's like, just kidding. I'll make something. It is really funny. It's really good. So then she goes and meets her mom for lunch. And she right. and her mom have this adorable relationship. Mm-hmm. Her mom is like the flowy skirt, everything on her jingles or clicks in some way. Mm-hmm. She's just fabulous. And mm-hmm. she was married to this very, very normal guy. This is Hazel's whole thing. She and her mom are very similar. And she learned from her mom that she can't ever attempt to date like a normal guy because they like the quirk for a good three months or so, but then they want them to like turn into real people. Right. May I read? Yes. Dad couldn't stand her eccentricity. And her father's passed away, I think, right? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Dad couldn't stand her eccentricities, even though they're what attracted him in the first place. I remember clearly one fight they had in front of me where he told her, I hate it when you act like a weirdo out in public. You're so fucking embarrassing. I don't know how to explain it. I was 14 when he said that to her, and those last four words broke something in me. I saw myself and my mom from the outside in a way I hadn't before. Like, Dad represented this mainstream ideal, and she and I were these loud, bouncing yellow dots outside of the standard curve. And that is basically Hazel's entire motivation in this story of, like, she knows it's never going to work out with anyone because of that. Yeah, and I love this part. I just have to read it. It says, when I looked up at her, I'd expected her to be shattered by what he said. But instead, she Mm. looked at him pityingly, like she wanted to console him, but knew it would be a wasted effort. Dad missed out on so much by not enjoying every second he had with her. And in the end, she was terribly disappointed that he was so dull. And this is what I have highlighted. Mm -hmm. I learned a very important thing that day. My mom would never try to change for a man, and I wouldn't either. Mm -hmm. Because it's just, it's never going to work out. So it's really cute. She, Hazel's always talking about how she thinks her mom loves her dog more than her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody keeps on feeding her dog. It's really cute. Anyway, her mom's got this boyfriend now and they're like thinking about moving in together. It's so cute. It doesn't really matter except that she's found a weird like her. Yeah, it's just so wonderful. She tells her about Josh. I mean, they just have mm-hmm. a nice lunch. It's a nice lunch to learn about Hazel's backstory. All right. Yeah. So now we're in Josh's perspective. He's coming over to Hazel's house for lunch. Hazel's house, unsurprisingly, is a disaster inside uh, as far as like just how much stuff she keeps inside. Yeah, it's neat, but it's cluttered. Yes. It reminded me of, hey girl, my friend Kate, who can fit, I can't like understand Mm. the amount. You know what? Kate's a lot like this girl too, now that I'm thinking about it. But yeah, just like so much stuff, you can't understand how like so much stuff fits in such a small space and yeah. how anyone knows where it is, but it works. That's uh-huh. that's this house. She has that's like all these cool. shoes and, and it's like, it's it's nuts in there. 
It's and Josh is very different from that. Yeah, Josh is very clean house, not cluttered, very like, you know, the counters must be clear. Yes. So he, um, oh man, I love this. So he pushes the buzzer. She she puts her head out the window and she goes, Josh, up here. I'm so Mm -hmm. sorry. The stairs are broken, so you're going to have to scale the outer walls. I'll throw down some ropes. (laughs) And he's just like looking at her. And she's like, never mind, I'm going to buzz you. When she he comes in, she's like, because she just found out what his, his like given name is. And so yeah. he walks in and she's like, welcome, G-Mean. And it's like all the E's, <laughs> like, G-Mean. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh my God, I hate you. No, he says, um, you're a maniac, yeah. which I love. Yes. So he brings her apples because that is, um, that's tradition in Korean culture to bring like a gift or some fruit or something when you arrive at somebody's house. And she's very excited about it. And she's like, oh, man, I thought it was because I was like a teacher. And he's like, no, but it's appropriate because you're a teacher. I mean, although, can I just say I'm completely a cherry girl? Yeah, he said it was either it was either apples or cherries. And I, I, yeah, yeah, I kind of wish he would have brought cherries. Me too. Me too. So anyway, so it's so cute because she's like, FYI. I forgot to plan, so we're having sandwiches, but we're also doing a craft. And they're <laughs> she, she has a fun activity for them. They make like slime or something. Uh, yeah. What, what is this? <laughs> well, she oh, wanted God. to try it out because she teaches third graders, and she's like, "I want to try it out in real life before I allow nine-year-olds to touch it." So we're doing a fun activity like <laughs> friends do. It's so good. Uh, they have this really cute conversation. It flows really nicely. So she's in the kitchen. Uh, he goes, you like animals, huh? And she goes, I like babying things. I swear I want like 17 kids. I freeze, unsure whether she's being serious. Her mouth curls up in a thrilled arc. See? Her mm-hmm. index finger aims at her chest. Undateable. I like to drop that on the first date. Not that this is a date. I don't really want 17 kids. Maybe three, <laughs> if I can support them. She bites her lip and begins to look self-conscious just when I'm starting to dig the way she's throwing the kitchen sink at me. Uh-huh. Swoon. Yeah. Josh Swoon. him forever. Mm-hmm. Can I just say that? Hashtag Josh him forever. Oh, my God. Do you remember what I texted you at midnight on a plane or wherever? Yeah. I was on a plane, but I don't remember what time it was. Yeah. It was but I was just like, Josh M for boyfriend. Josh M for book boyfriend. Great. Top Josh five M. of 2019 for sure. Easy. Easy. Josh M. So then, so they're sitting there. He gets. They're not even. I'm sorry, you guys. They're not even like. They're not even like meat and vegetables. She makes him peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and a craft. I can't. Okay, sorry. It's charming. It's charming on the page, but there the the Aaron part of me, which is all of me, was kind of like. I can't make real food like do real things that's my thing so I wish that I could be Hazel Hazel is really goals for me you are you are no because here's the thing I would I would get all self-conscious and I would be constantly apologizing about the fact that I only have peanut butter and jelly whereas Mm. she's just like it's delicious let's do it you know like let's just be Hazel is confidence goals for sure Man, confidence mm-hmm. goals. Yes. I just, I got to work on that. It's good. Yes. Everyone does. I don't mean, yes, you do have to work no, on no, that. No, no, I know. Everybody has know. to work on that. But Hazel, yeah. if you, if you need a book for confidence goals, this is the one. 
Yeah, she don't need, need no man. If you need a book where uh, a heroine is just unapologetically her, down to her core, yeah, but also like a mess and is not yes embarrassed by it, like yeah, just radiates authenticity. Mm-hmm. She's one of those people where other people have always told her her flaws, and mm-hmm. she's managed to remind herself all of the wonderful things about those flaws. Yes. Like yeah. all of the bright sides that all of the energy that she can bring to the world, even though she is chaotic. Oh, did I tell you the other day? I don't remember who I was with, but we were D&Ding ourselves like as characters. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty much like through and through a chaotic good, right? Yeah. 100%. Yes. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. can't decide if you're a lawful <gasps> good or a lawful neutral. the smile you just gave me tells me lawful neutral (laughs) we know i'm lawful oh yeah yeah i'm 100 to the letter yes yeah i hit myself behind a kindle slither (laughs) sorry (laughs) yep i love it david's a lawful good so he is that gryffindor oh man that's so good okay (laughs) all right so he gets it they're doing the slime they're making clay or whatever they're doing they're on the floor doing the clay Mm -hmm. he gets a text from tabby and it says remember the the so this is i think sunday and the party was like friday we're in the same weekend as the the end of the year party she says i'm not going to make it tonight trish her boss has me here late and I'm so bummed. I've been thinking about your cock all fucking day and fucking your cock all day, which that's a line. Good job, Tabby. However, I mean, nice work. Yeah. She already told Josh she wasn't going to make it for the weekend and there was no plan to come on Sunday. That would make no sense to fly up from LA for a couple hours. Man, I love him though because he's just like throwing every benefit of the doubt at this Uh situation as he possibly can. The other thing that's sad is like she's never said anything like that to him you know, cock-wise. Yeah, he's like, she's never said anything that racy to me. No. So Yeah, and that's such a good line. She never used it on him. It's sad. It is. I know. So, so then he kind of like, can't hide I didn't it. know you were flying up. Mm-hmm. And I this is so oof. The three dots appear to indicate she's typing. Dot 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 and then disappear. Uh-huh. They appear again and then they disappear. I stare What's at my the screen. Other book we read oh. that had dot drama that was like heartbreaking dots. You know what I think was it, it was? Let's what? get textual? No, no, no. It was um 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 grocery stores oh uh hate to want you stores yes it was hate to want you by alicia rye yes and like there was something where they got in a fight and then like she was driving away and it was like dots no dots dots no dots no dots nothing and it was like no i know so it's brutal so it's brutal yeah so now josh normally his instinct is to keep things private and protect you know everything but hazel can see there's something weird in his face and so she's like hey what's going on and he just can't even explain it himself but he just hands her his phone yeah and lets her read this and she's just Uh like yeah this is not great not not great and then this bitch texts back 
Oh. Yeah, I was going to surprise you. Four exclamation points. I'm uh-huh. so bummed I can't. Four exclamation points. Ooh. And he, he says, I groan rubbing my face. His reply makes me feel infinitely worse. I mean, she's yeah. lying, right? That's what's happening oh, right yeah. now. One exclamation point means enthusiasm. Four means panic. And that is uh-huh. 100% correct. If so true. To this. Very insightful. So true. Yeah. Oh, so it's he's brutal. pretty bummed. So she like she talks him through it. Yeah. He asks if he has a movie that he watches when he's sad and down oh, in the God. dumps because she's going to put it on because she has all the Netflix. And he's uh-huh. like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, right. the movie I put on when I'm sad is Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and he's Mine's like, I haven't aliens. seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they watch and the Aliens together. Is she's like, <laughs> not the first Weaver. one. Yeah, she goes, not the first one, Alien, but the second, with Vasquez and Hicks and Hudson. Sigourney Weaver is so badass. She's a warrior and a quasi-foster mother and a soldier and a sexy beast. I would do her so fast. It's the first movie I saw where a woman demonstrates how easily we can do it all. (laughs) And his his inner monologue is, I let her odd brown eyes steady me. It's almost like Mm -hmm. I'm being hypnotized. That sounds pretty great. <laughs> and he, so he's thinking to himself, I think that our, that Tabitha and I are done. Mm-hmm. Her eyes soften and I'm finally able to give the name a color. Whiskey. Very gently, she asks, want to watch Aliens? Mm-hmm. <gasps> and they do. And, and then later do. that week, she goes to his work. Josh is a physical therapist. Yes. And they go to his, she goes to his work to take him out for ice cream because she thinks he might need to cheer up. And they talk about it a little more over ice cream. And he says he's decided to go down to L.A. because they've been playing like phone tag, him and Tabby. And so he's just going to go there, confront it head on and see what's going on. That's Hazel's idea. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. Because he's very much like, I think we're both sort of avoiding it because we're, oh, okay. we've been playing phone tag for five days. Oh, after I thought this, he already like, decided craziness. for some reason. OK. No, okay. that's her thing. Man, I just want to read you this whole book. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're, we're not even being funny. We're just reading you the book. We're sorry. Yeah. Just buy the book. Buy the book. Buy the book. Buy, buy the, the book. book. Buy the book. So one of the reasons I love this thing is just because it makes me, it gives me a lot of like me and Michael vibes. Mm-hmm. And part of the passage where I see that is um, she's like staring up the clouds so that she can find animals in them and wondering what it is about Josh M that I'm so drawn to. It isn't just that he's good looking. Mm -hmm. It isn't only that he's kind. It's his calm center that's a Mm. gravitational pull to my chaotic one. Mm -hmm. Every time I've met his eyes, from that first puke-filled night to now, (laughs) I felt a gentle hum inside my breastbone. I'm a satellite that's found its safe space beacon. I'm sorry. I made a dishwasher noise over your really sentimental line. <laughs> the <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about the cootie. noise. We agreed they were farts. Um, okay. We sorry, did not guys. agree. Some of you us agreed. One of us agreed with, with me, and it was me, <laughs> that the cooties were a lot like farts. That's from the Barbarian's Mate episode. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay, So, sorry. my favorite part of this was that. Mm-hmm. That was very sentimental and nice. My favorite part was that they're walking away, and one of the scoops of her ice cream cone <laughs> drops on the ground, and she stands there and stares at it. I just really identified with this in, like, a very uh, visceral way. I have literally done this before. <laughs> I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. 
And Michael um, said basically the same thing <laughs> that Josh did. He so she drops it and she's looking at it like with this panic. Actually, I did this, this is, today, not with ice cream, but with an empanada. But like an empanada is different than an ice cream scoop. A bare ice cream scoop sitting no, on the pavement. You can't no. pick that up and eat it, yes, Melody. You can. Here's Melody, why. Melody, Here's Melody, why Melody, you Melody, can't. Melody, I'm gonna Melody, tell Melody. you why. Stop it. <laughs> I won't. So you can you can pick up you can, you can crane up the ice cream with your hand and then you just and then you just take your spoon and you scrape off the bottom layers that hit the ground and then you just eat the ice cream <laughs> then there's no ice cream that hit the ground uh-huh. do you see what i'm saying so she you looks at it. it and josh yeah. says you're thinking about picking up the ice cream and she's like yeah <laughs> and it was very funny but here's the thing. When I said Melody, 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 and I said stop, and you indignantly yelled, I can't. I believe that was Hazel giving you the courage to be holy yourself. <laughs> You're like, I won't for anyone, not least of all you, Aaron. I Listen, really felt that. I ate that. that empanada today. Here, can I you know what I happened? Let me off the no. ground. We've established it. I would pick up many things off the ground. <laughs> Wink. You guys, listener, you can't oh, see yeah. it, but I'm winking at Melody about the many yeah, things on this would. podcast I've said that I would pick up <laughs> off the ground <laughs> once they fell out of vaginas. Just two yeah. things. An and IUD. Specifically my and tiny, vagina. Yes, yours. Yes. Yes. Right, right, right. Yeah, wow. You really needed to claim that, huh? <laughs> you needed to be like, mine. <laughs> That's Not right. anyone's. That's right. Mine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Okay, wait. So Maybe we are being funny. You guys are being funny now. We got it. We hit our sw- stride. We're good. <laughs> Can I tell you really what? quick about the injustice that happened to me at the fair? Yeah. Because we let's went do to it. the fair today. And it's like, you know, it's literally on the street. Like it's not mm-hmm. just the sidewalk. It's not your hardwood floor in your house. It's not your dark hardwood floors. Dark hardwood floors. It's yeah. like the street that cars park on and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I picked up this empanada, right? And I was so excited about it. But it had been sitting in the bag for a little while. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Michael, can I eat like half of this? Because I'm starving. And he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. So I take a few bites. And then I grab the side of the bag and I drop the empanada in like you should be able <laughs> to do. God damn it. <laughs> But apparently some of the juices had broken the seal on oh, the bottom no. and it just, it wasn't even my fucking fault. <laughs> and so <laughs> like normally it's me being clumsy, but this time it was the bag. It was the faulty paper bag, I'll tell you. And so, <laughs> and so I grabbed it like real quick. I like climbed under a table to get this thing because of mm-hmm. course it bounced and rolled i don't even know how it did that it lo- it's like shaped like a taco anyway have i and ever told I you ate it that, yeah we've got that part from so? the <laughs> yes we know <laughs> have i ever told you about or the podcast i don't remember about the mm. time that cole and i ate the butter cookies in the movie theater nope. that were already there when we got there <laughs> no aaron 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 listen I wonder you if he remembers ate this. Movie theater? Here's the thing. Listen, I, I'm very curious to find out if he remembers this because it is something that is like such a pillar in my memory of like a thing I did that I should never have done. 
So we go to a movie. We would go. We went to movies all the time. We're always going to movies. We we did like marathon movie days where it was like four movies in one day. So we're sitting I in mean, the theater. That checks out for him. He's got a movie podcast. Now. Yes, check out yeah. Cigarette Burns podcast. Yeah. Oh. So it's a like a weekday afternoon. We're in uh-huh. a theater in a movie no one wants to see, and I think we're the only ones in there. And we sit down, and then under our chairs, like <gasps> fucking magic. No, you know what I'm talking about those magic. Like, yeah, it's magic. Do you know those like the the blue round tins of cookies that are like Danish butter yeah, cookies that you get I around do. Christmas time? This of was course. around Christmas time, and it was oh like heavy. It had the mm. cookies in it, maybe. <laughs> and so <laughs> we opened it up, and it could listen. This could have been full of severed fingers or cookies. Like it could go one of two yeah. ways here. We opened it up. It had the paper that sits gently <gasps> on top of the cookies. Wow. And all of the cookies were there and intact, undisturbed. Somebody went shopping and then just forgot. Yes. It was like a 45-second conversation of like, <laughs> these could like literally have <laughs> urine on them. Yeah. Somebody could have jizzed on them. Do you know how weird people are in it movie theaters? It could literally be anything. Anything could be inside these cookies. These could be... Cookies that are like actually cocaine. <laughs> like, <who knows? laughs> but we believed that they were probably cookies that somebody bought as a Christmas present. You know, like we're going to a uh-huh. party and this was their like welcome gift and they left mm-hmm. them in the movie theater. And so after about 45 seconds of considering the risk, we just nommed on those butter cookies. And that's <laughs> that is honestly like one of the most reckless things I've ever done in my life. <laughs> can't wait to find out if he remembers it (laughs) this probably just passed right on by and it's like one of the huge high school things i remember man yeah i ate all those butter cookies or you know what it could even be that cole didn't eat them and i ate them all that's that's also a possibility (laughs) like i'm i have no memory of like i just know that i ate them anyway all right can i tell you that i like hazel so much that I didn't <laughs> mind her using the phrase treasonous skank. Oh, yes. Well, here, I did not I, mind it. I thought about it long and hard on the airplane I read this book on. Right. I, because she is a treasonous skank, is the issue. I know. It's not like there's a lady out there in the world who's walking down the street and based on what she's wearing or based on the things she likes to do or the amount of right. sex she likes to have or whatever, you're like, what a skank. This is somebody who really betrayed her now best friend, even though that's wholly one-sided yeah. at the moment. Right? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a betrayal. It is treasony and it is skanky. Like she's just sleeping around and like, yeah. which you is guys, okay. Spoiler. Actually, as long as she's you not made even promises to people and you're not lying to people about it. You know? Yeah, we find out a little while later that not only is she cheating on Josh, but she—they've been together for two years. She's been mm-hmm. cheating on him for the majority of their relationship, mm-hmm. had been sleeping with this guy in L.A. before she even moved and moved down to L.A. to be closer to him mm-hmm. while still dating Josh. Right. Other guy knew about Josh. Josh didn't know about other guy. I mean, that's a treasonous skank. It just is Yikes. what it is. Yikes. I mean, it made my yeah. hackles go up, too. But when I really thought about it, I'm like, that just is. I know. I know. Oof. 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 Okay. So. Speaking of hardwood floors, uh-huh. uh, Hazel's, she gets to her apartment and her apartment is flooded. Yes. So linear dog is up on the thing. We've got like all her pets are like, Wah! and so she grabs up all her animals and gets in her car. And I think she drives to her mom's house, but she calls Emily and she's like, 
Emily, my apartment just flooded. I can't stay there. Mm -hmm. I need somewhere to stay for like four weeks. I don't know where to go. And Emily's like, great idea. Josh just left for LA to go hang out with Tabby for like two weeks. Just go to Josh's apartment. Right. So she like three ways him in on the call, which is something that would like never even occur to me. I don't think I've been on a three way call that's not associated with work ever. Like I've done it for work a lot, but I've never done it for just a condo on on an iPhone, and I have no idea. Oh, I'll show you after. It's one of the options when you have like your phone up. Yeah, like speakerphone is one. Adding in, I don't know who do you want a three way call. Do it. I don't. Do we have any other friends? (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) No, we do. Let's three way call the listener. (laughs) Let's yes, Yes. listener, get ready. Let's three way call Tanya. Tanya, she's our friend. She, we have another friend. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Have, we do have a friend in your face. So there, yeah. So everybody, if you that we didn't have a friend. We do anyway. <laughs> she three way calls Josh in, and Josh is like, "Fine, you can stay at my apartment." So yeah. So then, all of a sudden, Josh. It's the middle of the night, and wow. he is. He was supposed to be there for two weeks. Turns out, it was about thirty six hours, mm-hmm. and he is back. It is like the ass crack of not even dawn mm-hmm. i think it's like three in the morning or something terrible and he can't get into his front door because there's a key broken off what? in the front this? door okay you guys i was good with it. i was like hazel right like so chaos so crazy awesome and i don't then do this happened, like this and i was like i say knowing it'll i've doomed myself to make it happen melody tomorrow. melody 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 <laughs> I love you from your curly blonde hair to your perfectly pedicured toes, but you do do things like this. Don't you even stop Remember it. that time that I came home and I realized I forgot my keys downtown? So I, on a whim, I tried the window directly next to my front door and found out it was unlocked. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds right. Yeah. Oh Dumbass. God. Anyway, so yeah, she's broken his lock by putting a yeah. bobby pin in it by trying to pick the mm-hmm. lock with the bobby pin, which is something you would do, Melody. And the I'm bobby really pin good at broke that. in the lock. You would fix it and you would pay for it and you would be I would. Yeah. very a good friend about it. But mm-hmm. this had just happened that day and she hadn't gotten around to being a good friend. That's so right. he sneaks in the back yep. and he's coming into his house. And he's, and then, he's tripping over sh- hazel shoes everywhere. Yeah. He's having a hard like, time. She is not keeping it neat and tidy in there. No. But she wasn't expecting defense, him. She didn't expect She was going to clean at the end of the two That's weeks. Right. That's how you do. That's how you do it. Man, can I tell you the what? amount of times I get really, really pissed when Michael either doesn't text me that he's on his way home or I uh-huh. miss the text that he's on his way home because I haven't been able to do my frantic 15 minutes of cleaning. Yes. <laughs> that, I feel the exact same way. I'm also the messy one in the relationship. Yeah. And my my therapist, Tanner, you know, uh-huh. Tanner, we talk about oh, him Tanner. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope he doesn't <laughs> listen to the podcast. Uh, he implored me to make an automatic thoughts journal. And a lot Ooh. of my automatic thoughts are, David thinks I'm slob. I didn't have time to clean before he got home. And now he's looking at all the things that are on the floor. (laughs) I should do that. I won't. He just looks at them because he needs to step over them. It's not a judgmental. Like sometimes he says to me, because my side of the bed is like completely chaotic and his side is like completely pristine. Sometimes he's like, Aaron, if there's a fire, what is the system? Like what? You could trip over stuff. <laughs> like this is a safety issue at this point. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he's Ooh, always asking me what my system with is. David. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I love it. Unless it's about bear, like bear, my bear. shit laying around on yeah. the floor. 
<laughs> or getting your oil changed and then yeah, like oh. no nope. <laughs> <sighs> okay so then all of a sudden he's sneaking around in his house oh, yeah, she and then the head Kerthwack, you guys with an umbrella hazel with the umbrella in the dining room Kerthwack. who has an umbrella crazy crazy well they do live in portland (laughs) well i just feel like people who live in rainy areas usually use the raincoats sure sure, sure. so anyway i prefer a raincoat i don't have a raincoat i am an umbrella person i know i should yeah i hate them okay (laughs) So Hot take Bing Bing Bong. Hot take umbrellas. Hate him. <laughs> Put that out there. If you have an umbrella, you, that's a red flag. You're undateable. I'm putting that out there. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> hate us. Okay. Right. So then he comes to because she straight up knocks him out. Comes to, to find crazy. Hazel standing over The idea over that she him. knocked him yeah. out with an umbrella is crazy, but I love it's it. I laughed it up like so much. Wonderful. So same. Oh, and she's dressed only in a tank top and the smallest pair of shorts he's ever seen. Those are, that's verbatim. Yes. She finds out that he is back. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is where he like tells her that he, he just found out about other dude and like the history with other dude and how serious it was. Oh, and Tabby had the audacity at this point after she's been caught to be like, so can I just date both of you? Ah. Oof. Like, maybe if you had asked up front, you deceitful lady, but mm-hmm. not now. Ugh. That is not the way to start a polyamorous relationship, everybody. His thoughts about this are so great, <sighs> too. Like, yeah. I look down at my socks. They're gray with tiny pineapples and cups of Dole Whip on them. A gift from Tabby on one of our first visits down there. Oh, one of my first visits down there to L.A. after the move. She'd taken me to Disneyland. I remember standing in line thinking, I'm going to marry this woman one day. Mm-hmm. What an idiot. I just, I, uh, I love it when, a lot of times when there's a breakup in a romance novel with, like, the villain, it's like, I should have known from the start, but he's very yeah. like, I was an idiot. I didn't know from the start. I honestly, I'm, I thought I was, I was so blind to all of these things. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. now, you guys, they live together in a forced proximity Yee! situation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So the next morning, he's like, "What are you doing?" Because she's burning she's a ton of pancakes. Breakfast, and there's just like it's an explosion of it's stuff a disaster. all over his kitchen. He hates it. He likes his kitchen to be neat, and there's just eggshells everywhere you can find. Yeah. Also, is this the day they go mini golfing? Yes. She has a full she's on a- golf <laughs> outfit, uh-huh. which is also kind of like Kate. Kate has really? a lot of outfits. Yeah. I love that. I don't. Yeah, you'll meet I her. I do not. I mean, she's got like a beret on and knee yes. socks and yes. stuff. It's really cute. So he's like, do I have to go mini golfing with you? And she mm-hmm. goes, no. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I just read she burns the bacon. And mm-hmm. she's like, I mean, I understand that it's a little bit ashier than I would <laughs> normally like. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So she's like, no, you don't have to come mini golfing with me. I'm not going to force you to do anything. But I thought that you probably wouldn't want to be alone today. So if you want to come mini golfing with my mom and I, you are more than welcome to join. He says, you don't have to babysit me, Hazel. She pushes away from the counter and gives me a guilty smile. Okay, sorry. Am I being too hazily? 
I watch her wash the dishes and manage to clean up the kitchen quite capably while I pick at my breakfast. She isn't pouting, and it doesn't seem like I've hurt her feelings. She honestly just seems to have heard something in my tone that I didn't intend. What does that mean, I ask, being too hazily? Turning with the dish towel in her hand, she shrugs. I tend to be too chatty, too silly, too exuberant, too random, too eager. She spreads her hands too hazily. Mm. She is all of these things, but it's actually why I like her. She's entirely her own person. I reach for her wrist when she moves to leave the kitchen. Where are we going mini golfing? Oh, swoon, Josh M. (laughs) (sighs) So they go mini golfing. Her mom is a mini golfing shark. Yes. It's great. I didn't know there was such a thing, but I'm into it. Guys, this is another one of those books where it's like the plot isn't very plotty, but it's just very charming throughout. Like we want to go through every conversation and it's going to make for a boring podcast, but it's not, there's not a lot of like stuff. It's just like cute. It's just perfect. Mini golfing is cute and perfect. Okay. So he manages to be distracted all afternoon, but then they're going out to the car and she goes, you just left the happy bubble. And he goes, I just remembered I'm an idiot. Okay, so the next thing that happens is Josh invites Hazel over to go meet his parents. Hazel goes way overboard on the fruit basket situation Uh. to the point where and like very awkwardly um, bows to his mother because she's watched too many K-dramas and then spills the basket and like she's just trying to be very (laughs) good. It's just and then and then she crawls all over the floor being like, oh, I'm just And she's, like, using her shirt as a basket. Like, it is wonderful. Yes. And when he's like, you're really overdoing it with this fruit, she's like, listen, I intend to make the speech as your best man at your wedding one day. Like, I am not going Ugh. to blow it. You are my best friend in the world. And he's still very mm-hmm. like, we're not best friends. Can I really quick, I'm sorry, bing, boom, bong, yes. hashtag justice for Emily. Why justice for, oh, because of her best friendship? Yeah. Ah. All of a sudden... You're I don't like, know. Be better. Be better at being a best brother. friend. No, be better. <gasps> be, be better. Listen. I don't know. If you thing. met I'm Adam over... and you ran away into the sunset with Adam, I would be very upset. Yeah, but the thing is, be better. You know? Then you just got to yeah, step up your friend happened. game. There isn't a moment Fair. in this book where Emily's like, wow, I have to really step it up. She's just That's like, true. she's just sitting in a corner pouting that she's losing her best friend. That doesn't really happen. That's not like a, that's not no, a conflict not in the book. But I'm just saying, <laughs> if she's jealous, and I don't know that she actually is. No, I mean, she kind up. of is, but yeah, she's not. Yeah, there are times where like Hazel will be like, listen, Emily, Josh is my best friend. And Emily will be like, Hazel, I am your best friend. <laughs> That's pretty great. But they have a great night with his parents. She sees him speaking Korean. Did we mention that Josh was Korean before this moment? Josh is Korean. Yeah, because I, well, I I think I maybe accidentally dropped it. Yeah, Josh is Korean, you guys. I'm sorry, you guys. But she sees him speaking Korean and she's like, woof, a foreign language boner for sure. Oh, yeah. Had that same moment when I heard Michael talking to his mom for the first time on the phone. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh. Hello, I'd like Mandarin. to hear Michael speak a oh, language. That would be nice. It is. I mean, is it nice? It, oh boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I speak Spanish, he, kind of. So. I mean, and I love that too. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> welcome. Thank you. Actually, but his mom loves her. He tells his parents he broke up with Tabby. Yeah, and she's and she immediately plans a celebration dinner. It's adorable. Yes. And she's like, Tabby never came over. She never made an effort 
whatever. And she loves Hazel. So it's perfect. It's so great. So the rest of the two weeks that he's got off to like mourn his relationship with Tabby, he's just like sitting on the couch and she can't take it because she's like a yeah, he's like a sweatpants on the couch sort of. And he's got his his hand in the waistband of his sweatpants, like while he slouches. And I was into it. Love a hand in a sweatpants. I was into it. (laughs) I was into it. I mean, thank you for making your wallow sexy, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know that Josh thank could do you. anything that's like not making his wallow sexy. I know. But I know. So Hazel's basically like, okay, clearly we need to get you up. We need to get you out there. We need to get you fixed up with somebody. I can fix you up with... She She starts this conversation with him. He's sitting on the couch and she's like, do you want to have sex? And he's like, <laughs> what? With you? No, God. And she's like, no, I mean like... You're like super hot. You've got a great body. You need to get out there. Have sex. It's just really funny. Uh huh. She wants to set him up with her hairdresser. They have a whole conversation about how like Hazel's cool with uh, like casual sex and he's kind of more monogamous. But basically, they... yeah, he's more of a serial monogamist. Yeah. She goes, you've never just boned someone. He hides <laughs> the blush by pretending <laughs> to be grossed out by me. That is the worst word. And she goes, bone, bone, bone boner, boner, boner bones. bones. <laughs> and he goes, would you just go away? Uh, so, so they good. decide they are going to set each other up on blind dates and double and dates. And then they're going to go out together. Double dates, double <laughs> dates. Oh, yeah. It's very when Harry met Sally. So, they're, so let's review. Forced proximity living together. Yes. Then consensual proximity, double dating together. It's so good. Yes. So the first date, he sets her up with this defensive lineman for an arena football team that he gave physical therapy to. Right. And Hazel sets him up with this yoga teacher from her studio, I think. Oh, I thought this was the hairdresser. Sorry. No. Okay. No. The hairdresser is on the boat. Remember? Oh. It, there's, yeah. there's a series of dates. We will just go through them pretty quickly so then we can kind of move it. Yeah. Well, this one is... Tits out for trivia, everybody. <laughs> it's her decision on where to go. And so she takes him to this bar that I want to be in real life. Like uh-huh. there's just, it's just adorably, like really tackily decorated. Mm-hmm. And then there is, it's trivia night. It's trivia night. Mm-hmm. So they go in and Winnie's already there, the the date. But Hazel, God, I love her. This is where she mimes She's like, about the fishbowl, too. Yes. She mimes about making sure her shirt stays on. Yes. But she leans over to Josh and she's like, listen to me. I just found out that the first prize. Yes. The first prize is this budget fucking cruise. And I want it. And so you are going to be on my team. And he's like, Hazel, we are currently on dates with other people. Shouldn't we be on teams with our dates? And she's like, look at him. Look at him. He can't. He can't hang. No, you are smarter. We are winning this cruise. He's like, this is a budget cruise. A budget cruise. Like, regular mm-hmm. cruises aren't good. Like, this is, can you imagine <laughs> all you can eat buffet on this budget cruise? And she's like, I uh-huh. want it. It's I free. It. It's free, so I want it. And, and then like, he goes, diarrhea is not free. <laughs> I, I can very vividly imagine you leaning into me and going, it's free, so I want it. Like, you don't <laughs> yes! understand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they super win because 
she he's he's just watching her in awe because like she's coming up with answers that he can't even fathom and he's like oh my god hazel is an absolute genius like this is incredible and then the winning question uh, the mnemonic device to save us all oh what is, is it what are all the different kinds of pronouns yep and she's like i know them all because i'm a teacher and i had to make a mnemonic device and it's Getting pretty panties ripped requires real damn initiative or a general personal <laughs> possessive reflexive reciprocal relative demonstra- demonstrative and inter- interrogative. Whew. I can't even oh. sound out the words, let alone know all the pronouns. Man. Yeah. So, and she it's says so that in good. front of the whole bar and they win. Oh, also the host name is Richard Stroker. <laughs> so she loses her shit at the table and she was like, oh my God, her name, is, his name is Dick Stroker. I knew this night was going to be perfect. And the defensive her- lineman does not get it. <laughs> I know. He's like, I don't oh. understand. This is like that time <laughs> I went on one date with a weatherman and made a joke about horror frost and he was like, I take weather very seriously (laughs) (laughs) can't do it can't do it okay so the lineman and the the other date go home together Mm -hmm. essentially and so do hazel and josh but not in a sexy way right so the next scene is they're at dinner with Emily and Dave, the other two, and they're just like kind of suspicious of them. And like, it seems like maybe they're double dating, but they're really dating each other like on the low. Yeah, it's really nice. And Emily and Dave are like really skeptical about this Josh and Hazel situation because it's pretty clear that they are like vibing on each other. They've definitely got a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So Emily and Dave are like sort of insert themselves and they're like, oh, well, we can find people. Right. Yeah. And they but one start of them helping. is like a barista. The other one is the hairdresser. So basically, yes, they Hazel's go on the second date. The second date is told via recap to maybe her mom. I don't remember, yes. but she's like recapping the state. And it's like you don't know how bad this was. So they're going fishing. When the dates show up at the boat, they find <laughs> out that they had a history together, and like the male date had sex. Well, they had sex, and the male date didn't call. Uh huh. Like. They get on the boat and go fishing, even though it's, like, really awkward. And, like, the girl's all over Josh to, like, make a showing to the barista. Right. And then they sneak off together and have sex and then get in another horrible fight. Yeah, they bang it out on the boat while Josh and Hazel are, like, joking and fishing and being adorable together. And then they come Uh out. They come out. He is still buckling his pants. Like, learn how to be a little clandestine. Jeez. Right. And she's like, oh, you're just going to walk away again? You're just like, just we're just going to fuck me and then leave again? And then they get in this fight. Uh Uh-huh. And then Josh gets between them. And then Josh falls into the river and hits his head really hard and gets a concussion. Yeah. Uh Josh gets, gets thrown ass over tea kettle into the water. It's amazing. That day doesn't end well either, and Hazel has to nurse him back to health and, like, put... Well, and she has to apparently find a new hairdresser. Yes, that too. That's not okay. But I just love this little clip of, like, she's putting ice on his head and stuff, and uh, her dog, Winnie, is, like, very uh, licky on Josh and, like, protective of him because he's got a head injury. Yeah. And Hazel says, she loves you. He looks at me with a tired but barely restrained smirk. Her love is about as suffocating as yours. I smile brightly at him from the other side of the island. You say the nicest things. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Forcing herself on him as a friend is just 
it's the best plot. Like, I want to read five more it books is. of just people forcing best friendship on other people. Mm-hmm. I know. All right, so so date number three. Josh sets her up with a guy named Mark that he hasn't seen for a while. And, like, communication gets crossed. And when Mark shows up, he is now Margaret. And, well, is going through transition, but is transgender female. And they all have a great Uh night, but obviously not a love match. So that's a new friend. Then the next thing is she moves out of his apartment. Yeah, so then her apartment's ready again. It's been, like, two two months or two and a half months. It's been a, a while. And Mm -hmm. it's really cute because he misses her and he Mm kind of doesn't know what to do with himself in his cavernous, Mm -hmm. silent house. He texts her that it was weird not to trip over his shoes or her shoes when he got home. And they're immediately like, you want to hang out? (laughs) So cute. It's so cute. So as she's putting together everything, she sends him a picture of her like attempting to put her electronics together. Mm-hmm. And it says, I snap a few photos, including one where half my face takes up most of the screen and another where a mass of tangled cords lies next to a sad, dark TV. Because Josh is a caretaker, my phone rings almost immediately. Hazel's house of hedonism. Do you want me to come help? He asks. <laughs> oh. It's so cute. So he comes, he comes over. her. At school, mm-hmm. on her first day of school, and she's yeah. got like a dress with like spaceships or something all over it, and her her earrings are crayons, and he brings oh. her an apple and some flowers to say happy oh. first day of school. It's like the nicest thing a boyfriend has ever done, and he's not even her boyfriend yet. It's oh, so sweet. So cute. Yeah. And then they're like, we should start dating again so that we can see each other, basically. Yeah. It's so nice. Um, and so he goes... My friend Dax is a veterinarian and breeds Shetland ponies or something in Beaverton. Yes. Really good looking, too. And she goes, you have a veterinarian friend with ponies and you're just now telling me about <laughs> How him? How dare you? It seems like the perfect match. Like, he raises freaking ponies. And then she goes, an imaginary talking badger has taken back second place in the best friendship hierarchy. God, I hope it's Chunk Badger. <laughs> but you don't listen to that, do you? No, I don't. Oh. So there's a talking badger in another podcast called Hello from the Magic Tavern, which we've talked about on the oh, cult yeah. a lot. Chunt the talking badger is one of the main characters. And I hope, I hope it's Chunt because I kind of have a crush on Chunt as well. So Ooh. I hope that she um, wants some Chunt, please. Okay. So they go out to this date and she actually shows up to his apartment first. So he comes home from work and he finds her eating his mom's cooking mm-hmm. on his couch watching the London Olympics yes. from like six years ago. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and his mom has brought over a bunch of food for him because she always does. Mm-hmm. And then there's actually like one or two containers labeled hazel. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. Yeah. And she's like, don't eat my fried rice. And he's like, you didn't have any problems when you ate my <laughs> such and such. And she's like, did it say Josh on it? No. <laughs> That says Hazel on it. And he's also like, (laughs) okay, we need to go. We need to leave for the date. And she's like, can you record this for me? Meaning the London Olympics from (laughs) eight years ago. And he's like, you can just look up what happened or like watch it on YouTube. And she's like, I want to keep, I want to watch, I want to watch it live. This is the best (laughs) viewing experience. Thank you very much. Uh, So good. All right. So so um, so now he's sitting. Yeah. And he can't really focus on his date because 
he's listening with half an ear to his friend Dax giving Hazel like the third degree. It's this crazy interrogation where he asks her about her bank account and her 401k and like a bunch of other stuff. And, And he is like giving her monosyllables back when Hazel is really putting a lot of effort into mm-hmm. answering even the most invasive questions. Right. And he's being very Ugh. judgy at her answers. Like, yes, when she he's like, so what what is the retirement plan at the school? She's like, I don't really know. And he's like, how do you not know what your retirement plan is? And then she'll ask yeah. him a question like, so why did you get into ponies? And he'll just be like, yes or no. Like he's giving her very short answers. Right. Meanwhile, Hazel's so caught up in this uh, interrogation that she doesn't notice that Josh is getting like full on sexually assaulted on the other side of the table. No, no, no. That's, that's not the next one? date. No. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. No. That's another date. No. I apologize. The other, the other lady is great. Oh, this is yoga lady. Yeah. It's so hard to keep yeah. these straight, you guys. It's so hard. It but is. It's not hard when you're reading it. It's just fun. So yeah. the, the here's the last straw and okay. would be the last Ooh. straw for any woman. Well, Hazel gets up because she's like, my mom's calling mm-hmm. and Dax at the table. He goes, she's uh, a bit eccentric oh. for my and taste. And then like Hazel comes back and it's so cute because she goes, sorry, that was my mom. She mm-hmm. got new boots and I think she was going to keep spamming me with pictures until I called her and agreed that they're awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For the record, they're rad. Their turquoise with shell shell beads around the top. And I bet they make her look like a fairy unicorn goddess when she's gardening. Uh-huh. Even though they're, you know, cowboy boots. And Dax like bites his lip and frowns at the table. He's so no fun. Well, and then he gets up and goes to the bathroom or whatever. And then yeah. when he comes back, he Wait, looks at... I'm sorry. Like, no. Bing, boom. Aaron. Bong. No. Bing, boom. What? Bird click. Okay. Wait. 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 I have to... I have to say Bird this click. for the listener. Boom. No. Bong. He gets up. Bing, boom. And the very first thing she says is... Bird. Oof. Oh, she does? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You can have your bing, boom. Oh, can I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I back down. <laughs> Oof. Oof. She yeah. says, and then Michelle says, he seems a little intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the date. That's Josh's date. So when he, but, but bing, bo- okay, bird bing, click. bong, bird click. Aaron, would you the like the stage? Yeah, I would. I'm the queen bird around here. You are. So look at your plumage. Sorry, they can't see me flapping. I don't know why I did that. So you did it for me. When he comes back, he sees her cleaned plate and says, <gasps> this motherfucker. Whoa, whoa. Click, click. He says, you <laughs> ate all that in a judgy oh. way for like that she ate all her tacos or whatever. <sighs> and it is and this the meanest. was actually a very melody moment because I do not stand for this nonsense. She is like unembarrassable. She, you cannot insult it's Hazel. It's great. Mm-hmm. But to that comment, she stares at him for a long, steady beat. This is from Josh's perspective. Mm-hmm. Inside my chest, my chest, my heart feels like a chunk of hot coal. I watch as she pushes a grin across her face. Oh. Hell yeah, I did. My dinner was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then he just turns to Josh and says, is it fair to say that this isn't a good fit? Can we call it? Oof. Awful. And then Michelle, the yoga person, Michelle tells him off. Hero. Is the best. Yeah. Lady, Lady love. love clicks for Michelle. Ugh. She goes, are you for real? Michelle can't seem to hold it anymore. And she throws her napkin on 
her half-eaten burrito. I'm sure Hazel felt the same way the minute you asked about her fucking 401k. She turns and levels a glare at me. Josh, you seem like a really nice guy, but can I give you some advice? You're on the wrong date tonight. Uh (laughs) Hero! Michelle. Yeah. Michelle's, let's give Michelle a book. Christina. Takes out for Michelle. Lauren, Christina, Lauren. Christina, yeah, Lauren. Yeah, Christina, Lauren. Christina, gals. Lauren. Justice for Michelle. Gal pals. Justice for Michelle. Um, uh-huh. Not justice, just happiness for Michelle, please. Love her. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, then, Dax, this, this, this fucking guy, guy, this fucker, <laughs> he has no idea what a douche nozzle he is. Turns to Josh and is like, all right, well, I'm going. Oh, this is no good. He says, good idea, Josh. Wrong ballpark. Yeah. How dare you? You raise Shetland ponies, my friend. Yeah. Get off. Take a seat. And then right. he's like, do you want to do lunch this week? As he walks off. And then Josh oh, happily man. says, go fuck yourself, Dax. <laughs> Just uh-huh. oh, love him. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> when he leaves, Aww. Hazel says, I feel like I got in a fist fight tonight. Hazel says, following me into my house. She collapses <laughs> on the couch. Dax is going to exhaust some decent woman someday. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna make some woman very exhausted someday oh, so great man and then i love this moment because he's like he seemed like such a good guy or maybe he's always been a dick and i just never ra- hung around him around women and she goes lots of guys are great with other guys and they're legit assholes to women mm-hmm. man so he apologizes and she's like there's nothing he couldn't have known and she eats more of his fried rice <laughs> Um, they have a very yeah. good like physical therapy talk about gymnastics for like kind of no reason. No reason, but, but I was into it. I was into it because it happened to me. This happened to me yeah. when I was figure skating. I had a thing where my thighs got too muscly or maybe it was uh-huh. my, I don't know. I was very young. I was probably like 10, but I had like too much leg muscles. And because of that, my patella was pulled out of place because my muscles were too big. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like the tendons that were attached to my knees Mm -hmm. pulled everything out of place because my muscles got too big for a child. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So this is a real thing. It's a real thing. And they think that my fissures in my right knee are from landing because that's my landing leg and left leg is the takeoff leg. Because my, my orthopedist couldn't figure out why my right knee is shutting down and my left isn't from running. That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But then we talked. Mm-hmm. So this right. is real stuff, guys. It doesn't really belong in this book, but it was a great conversation <laughs> about physical <laughs> therapy and gymnastics. It does belong in this book because he is a physical therapist. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to question the book. We love the book. Don't love books. Buy book. Buy book. <laughs> yeah. Buy book. Buy book. All right. Okay. Oh, this is so great, too. They're talking about Tabby and why he stuck with her for so long and he says i think what i liked was being someone's person hazel's fingers come to rest on my wrist and blink up again to catch her reaction she doesn't meet my eyes but a flush of color deepens along the tops of her cheeks you're my person she says thanks for sticking up for me tonight she gives these vulnerable words so freely it makes fondness clench at something in my chest Taking her hand, I bring it to my mouth and press a quick kiss to the back of her knuckles. I like being a person. Oh, I know why physical therapy discussion belongs in this book, because they talk about the difference between kids and adults and doing cartwheels, and then they go outside in the grass and they do cartwheels, and it's adorable. I was, I'm sorry, I was Christina. I just about to tell you that. Lauren, 
Christina Lauren, Christina, both Lauren, of you, Christina, ladies, Christina friends. Lauren. I'm sorry, I question yeah. this. I apologize. Yeah, because they do a whole series of cartwheels and it's so cute. And then they like collapse on the grass together. And that's when they, I, I have also, I have that exact passage highlighted. I loved it. It's so lovely. Okay, so this next date is the one where Josh gets like sexually yeah. assaulted and fakes diarrhea uh-huh. in the middle of the day. Yeah. He like runs to the bathroom. <laughs> like she keeps like grabbing his dick all throughout the night, mm-hmm. like at the table. And finally he just like gets up and runs to the bathroom. And he's like, ow, ow, my stomach. I have diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> because she follows him to the bathroom. Yes. She's like hot on his heels. <laughs> Uh, Hazel says I probably would have suffered through it because my chicken parm was so delicious but Josh couldn't take it and ran to the men's room with Elsa in close close pursuit only his cry of my stomach I need a toilet (laughs) kept her from following him (laughs) into the bathroom Uh, he says that was the worst by far I can still feel her fist around my balls and that makes Hazel be like he has balls and he's talking about Hmm. Uh well he said it was like batting away piranhas in the Amazon (laughs) (laughs) yeah so they go off together and she's like yeah she he's like I I want to I want to make sure Hazel's happy so I I offer to like go get drinks with her she didn't get to eat her chicken parm it's important. Uh, yeah, she's still hungry. Gosh darn it. Yeah. So they go out and f- she has never seen him drunk before. He'll maybe have like one yeah. beer or something out, but he doesn't get drunk. And this guy just starts ordering scotches. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she's drinking gin and tonics and they get hammered together. Oh, and it's lovely. <sighs> so so this is while they're still drinking. I look over at him. Yeah. He's so ridiculously hot, it amazes me that all women don't react to him the way Elsa did. But he's also so innocent in some ways. No, Josh, listen, haven't you, they're talking about one night stands. Yeah. And she's like, haven't you ever just wanted to rip someone's clothes off? And he's like, of course. She says, so you agree, don't you, that you've had an instant attraction to every person that you've ended up sleeping with? Well, sure, he concedes, but most of the time I'm not trying to finger her under the table the first time <laughs> we go to dinner. Heat flashes across my face and I clear my throat. The image that just burned a trail of fire through my brain. Josh reaching over, pressing his open mouth to my neck and sliding a hand down my pants was unexpected. Uh (laughs) And she says, maybe you're just hard to resist because they're talking about that girl. So Mm -hmm. they get shmammered. Go back to, I think, her house. Yeah. Okay. So they get hammered and then it's raining. Mm-hmm. Her house is like two blocks away. And so they're like, we're just going to run it mm-hmm. because they're hammered. Like, it's such an adorable drunk decision. I've been here no less than five times mm-hmm. where you're like, it's fine. This is going to be so much fun. And so mm-hmm. they run through like sheets of rain through the downpour to her house. They get to her house and he seemed fine at the bar. But once they arrive at her house, she's like, oh, my God, this guy is seriously drunk. Mm hmm. And she's like, okay, you are going to go, like, you go shower, go take off your clothes, and I'll come in and get your clothes, and I'll dry all of them. Right. And, and then he's then- like, but then I will have no clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so and she's like, so she, then- she says, give me your clothes. I motion him forward. Come on. I am breathless from the run and high from my cocktails. The floor undulates beneath my feet. He giggles. If I give you my clothes, then I'll have no clothes. <laughs> he seems to have grown even drunker on the run home. Drunk Josh is my favorite. And then she's like thinking, she's like, okay, I will bring you a blanket and you'll put on the right. blanket. 
And then after the shower, after the shower, and this is how yeah. I do it. So he gets into the shower, throws his clothes. <laughs> she hears the clothes splat, splat, splat yeah. on the floor, and then and, she's and then she hears his like groan of bliss as the hot water courses onto him. We're and having it's like a ninety nine percent mind moment right now, it's where it's the like thing. she I is was recognizing ready to beat down that shower door. <laughs> he is naked in there. <laughs> So she's and so, freaking but then out. She realizes how drunk she is, <laughs> yeah. and then she's like, "Oh no, I have to pee so badly!" And I only, I would do this. I have done this. Yeah. I tried to get away anger. with it a couple you of times. Pee on FaceTime with me all the freaking time, and don't even like warn me that we're about to FaceTime to you peeing. It happens every time we're done how with the podcast. How does it impact you? Well, how I'm does it impact here at my you? computer. You pick up the phone. You take it with you to the bathroom, and you just take me to peeing. I see we you put your pants to talk down. About. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> anyway, no, you see, you see from my belly button up. Yeah, that's I all see, you see. I see the action. Is what you I see. I the see motion. Yes. Oh yeah. Down. <laughs> oh my god. It has zero impact on you. Anyway, we have things to talk about. You don't have to tell me that you have done this before. <laughs> that's all I'm trying to say. Her decision is to try to get away, to be really quiet. And go in there and pee while he's showering so that, like, maybe he won't notice. Right. So she sits down and she starts peeing and it feels so good that she can't help but, like, moan a little. (laughs) (laughs) Been there. What? I was about to say that. That's not a thing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) She's like, oh, my God, I've been holding this for so long. And so he hears that. He immediately pops his head out of the shower and he goes, you're peeing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then she like so she waves him back in and she's like oh get out of here and he's like i saw your butt and your thighs (laughs) you have nice thighs hazy like yeah so she gets out of there and she's like this isn't fair you saw me peeing and i didn't get to see anything of you you know like i didn't get to see you shower and you got to see me pee and it's like this funny thing Mm -hmm. um because he comes out of the shower with his bare torso and his six-pack abdomens oh my she gets him a blanket i think no no he says you didn't bring me a blanket Mm -hmm. because he has it's like the towel is low around his mm-hmm. hip bones mm-hmm. and then she goes i just your i motion to his chest and the and the man nipples i like a lot and the <laughs> i wave vaguely the stomach and the soft line of dark hair there it's nice i'm mortified all over again imagining myself curled furtively over the porcelain groaning in relief toilet Ah, oh, so unfair, Josh. <laughs> I don't anticipate what he's doing when his hand comes up to the place where the towel is tucked in around his waist until he tugs it. The blue cotton falls soundlessly to the floor and my heart vaults up in- into my throat. Josh is naked. Mm-hmm. In front of me, it seems like Josh has miles and miles of golden skin. I don't even remember how to blink. He has muscles T.A. Josh once taught me the names of, but now I just know as the tight curve of his bicep, that appealing ridge below his collarbone, the edible eight pack, and that lickable shadow above his hip bone. Oh, boy. You think you're done, but you have then, to keep going to the next page because then she I says, I did, she says, giggly drunk, Josh yeah. is my favorite, but drunk, confident Josh is my new religion. My new religion. Uh, God, Christina Lauren is my new religion. Christina Lauren. This, it was what a great couple of pages so she just starts touching him she can't help herself yeah and then oh my god oh wait no my gaze drops lower 
and I half expect him to go pick up the towel. But in the time since I first peeked and then did a leisurely perusal of his torso, Josh has gotten hard. And with my eyes focused on the hard part of him, he goes the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just me looking at him got him hard. Oh, it is so good. Uh, so then, yeah, she can't help herself and she starts touching him. Yeah. This is the Heaving Bosoms Bing Bong podcast where we just read you the book. I hope Christina Warren are okay with this um, because we're just going to read their book out loud for our podcast. Is that is that okay? Is that normal? Is that a copyright issue? Probably. Man, it's so good. It's very good. Buy this book. So then it's it's on it's on TM. TM. All right, so. They start touching each oh other. Oh my god! It's Wait, super yeah. duper hot. They're lay. She, her clothes come off. They're laying on the floor in the hallway this is happening wait 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 right now what i'm sorry i have sorry she says that i want to dust him with sugar and then lick him clean and And it says says, apparently i've said it out loud because he whispers you could if you wanted to (gasps) josh m josh m okay oh my god so she's like okay let's just do this so she's naked now they're yeah she's like this is a bad idea and he's like yes Yes, it is and then they fall to the floor and she's like we'll just do it once and he's like yeah we'll just do it we need to blow off some steam she says you don't want to date me and he's like yeah you don't want to date me either but as soon as he says this his hands come to my face his mouth comes over mine and it's intense just the way i've always dreamed it might be to kiss someone i love so deeply already and who's seen me exactly as i am (gasps) So she does want to date him. She does. She does. She does. But she knows he doesn't want to date her. I know that's the thing. Anyway, um, they do sex and it's the best. Man, and it's like it's like sex that under any other circumstances, I would be like, ooh, like Mm -hmm. I'm super not sure about this. But because they're both so drunk and everything. No, they're drunk. They're on a hardwood floor. He like it's just oh, like so immediate it. penetration. Yeah. It's like you know, it's it's all the things. But oh boy, it was good. It works. And Melanie, did you uh-huh. notice how that orgasm happened? Did you Tell see? Me. Um, with the momentum of a train. What kind of train uh-huh. do you think it is? Amtrak passenger train, choo choo train. Oh, that kind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just, you say it so often, and then I saw it in a book. I was like, a train. <laughs> I can't help Man. notice that we've been talking for one hour and fifty minutes. Whoopsies! This I'm is a two parter, you guys. We didn't mean to. At some point, we're gonna do a book in one episode. It's gonna happen. We but... did barbarians in one, didn't we? We did. Yeah, but not this one. We're sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> next time we'll take notes we'll, we promise what's the next book what are we doing next i have no idea we promise it'll be one episode <laughs> actually you know don't ever say that again <laughs> don't ever say that again <sighs> yeah okay but i we also went on a lot of tangents this time Fair. hope you like tangents hope you like banter okay okay aaron melody 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 do melody. you have a lady love that actually we did you a fucking favor, listener. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for you to Sorry. say it. <laughs> How dare all of you be upset with us for making this a two-parter. You're you. welcome. 
listener need to have they, several seats. They didn't okay? say that they were upset with us. Shut up, Aaron. You should you put can that in your automatic thoughts journal because they didn't even say that. <laughs> they haven't said anything. It's just me and you sitting here on FaceTime. No one said anything, Mel. Automatic thoughts journal. Listen, listener. Yeah. We did you a favor yeah. because now if you have not read this book, you can go out and get it and read it. And if you have read this book, you can reread it because this mm-hmm. is the second time I've read this book. I'm going to read it again so before good. next week. Love it. I am just all about it. Yeah, you're welcome. You are welcome. You're welcome right, for Aaron. this opportunity. Yeah. What's your lady love? Now I just I feel very like, <laughs> defensive. <laughs> it is a little yeah. podcast brand Ooh. new podcast that started in may of this year called mm-hmm. dateline listen <laughs> you guys <laughs> my very favorite co-counsel oh, in southern man. california i've mentioned her before told me during a case we just did in seattle last week that there is a now date i'm sorry i can't my excitement is like so i love it <laughs> Dateline has started a freaking podcast where you can just listen to Dateline episodes of Dateline Investigates Murder uh-huh. Times on your phone. And yeah. they're, all the new ones are going to be on this podcast and then they do vintage ones. And so it's double weekly. Ones. So like I've listened to like 20 in the last three days and I am. <laughs> oh, God, it's just so wonderful because it's not like. You guys know I get frustrated with true crime podcasts because they're like not well researched and they're not done by people who know it. And they're just right. like, if I was the cops, I would have shmurshmurred. And it's like, no, you you don't know anything about the purple. right. And then Dateline, they're professionals, and it's so fucking campy. They're like, uh, Maribel mm-hmm. was the most popular girl at her school, and <laughs> she didn't have any enemies at all, or did she? When oh. we come back, like it's so little did she know. Oh God, <laughs> the suspense and like, oh, it's so formulaic and just, it's like an HEA every time. They catch them every mm-hmm. time. It's I, I just I cannot say enough about Dateline and the the sweet sweet dulcet tones of Keith Morrison in my ears all the time. Love it. Absolutely. Do you want to know mine? Oh wait, I want to say one more okay. thing about Dateline. Can I? Mm-hmm. Sorry. When yeah. you're listening to Dateline podcast and Keith Morrison and Lester Holt are telling you she was a beauty queen. She won Little <laughs> Miss Schmurschmur, uh, uh-huh. then you get to imagine the person in your mind's eye. And then later on, you get to Google and then you get you to go, Google it up. not a beauty queen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> it happens all the time. Like you imagine they're like. People love Julia. Like, Julia was the most foxiest lady in all of Alabama. And then you Google it and you're uh-huh. like, ugh, not. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm I'm not, yeah. Anyway, you can cut that. All I'm right. probably talking about mostly murder victims, so that's probably awful. <laughs> anyway, sometimes Are it's murders, ready? though, because women kill too. That's true. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep talking about Dateline while you do your lady <laughs> love. Is that all right? <laughs> Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. For my lady love. Yes. Okay, I, it's a little film. A little Italy film? It is 120 minutes long. Oh. It is. Is it a lifetime film? Did you text it to me? It was posted on the cult by some goddamn legend (laughs) that I can't remember your name and I'm really sorry. Yeah. I'm really sorry about that. It's okay. You're a legend and you're in my heart forever. Yes. It's a little film called psycho stripper (laughs) 
Can we do it for Patreon? We have to. Yeah. That's why I texted it to you, oh. you asshole. Well, you just texted me I the video with you. No, it's like single link YouTube, no context at all. And it's an hour and 30 minutes. Like, you're going to text me and I'm going to like be in a spot where I can watch a one hour and 30 minute movie? It's like when yeah, somebody texts like, you a Kelly. seven minute YouTube video, you're like, oof, get off my shit. Like, come on, an hour and 30 minutes? And then I text you back. I'm like, that video is an hour and 30 minutes, Melody. And you were like, and I, and I know. I said, yeah, is movie. Yeah, is movie. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, it is one of the most delicious things I have watched in such a long time. <laughs> you can find it on YouTube. Somebody, I think, pirated it and put it on the, the YouTubes for us. Awesome. Which is just incredible. And it it has it has everything. It has everything. It has a plot that makes literally no sense. Perfect. And like on multiple levels, like at some point you're like, okay, I figured this out now. Mm -hmm. And then another layer comes in and you're just like, what? (laughs) Not only, not only does that not make sense, but it fucks with the timeline that you already gave me. And I'm just into it. I'm eating it like cake. There's a best friend character that is obviously a dancer who was hired who then like had to kind of learn acting maybe and it is incredible it it involves a bachelorette party Uh that starts with all of her best friends doing like a choreographed sexy dance can we do that at my wedding i mean that's why i texted it to you i wanted i waited i wanted to be like get ready for this at your wedding me and the girls are just gonna be gyrating on the floor for you (laughs) and Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It makes no sense. I mean, then the then the dude strippers come in and it turns into like a bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. But but at first, it's just like her friends humping the floor, yes, and like shaking their booties at her. And I'm like, I didn't know she was into this, but I think I like it. Yes, it's wonderful. All right, well, so psycho okay, stripper, I'll have you to guys, watch it. and then we'll do it for Patreon at some point, maybe yes, next. Please. But we still need to do Ice Planet Barbarian Patreon. So. And we still need to do the seduction of Viscount Vice. We need to do a bunch of stuff. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, Aaron. Are you going to ask where they can find us? All right. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> heaving underscore bosoms. Instagram, <laughs> at heaving bosoms. Facebook, heaving bosoms podcast. Gmail, heaving bosoms podcast at gmail.com. We love your emails. We won't email you back. I'm sorry. That's just what it's become. <laughs> heavingbosoms.com we're not gonna update that anytime soon i'm getting married it's gonna be at least another four weeks um but that's right if you are looking i'm about to tell you about merch and patreon and all that if you are looking to buy merch join the patreon if you are looking for back episodes that is a good place to go all there's links to all that stuff so we've got emails before that's like i can't find the patreon where's the merch or whatever links on the website heavingbosoms.com very easy to remember Yes. Um, speaking of merch and Patreon, we have merch on Redbubble. Search Heaving Bosoms on Redbubble or go through the website. Original artwork. Patreon great. is patreon.com slash heaving bosoms. And we're donating all the new pledges. We're doubling it and donating it to the uh, Yellow Hammer Fund. Yes. So, yeah, jump on the Patreon train. Is that it's all the a things? fun ride. The Heaving Bosoms Podcast Geriatric Friendship Cult is the Facebook group, Thousand Strong. Mm-hmm. The a thousand happiest place best on the ladies and ten men in the world. Yep. And that's all the things. Please, let's not get any more things. <laughs> We're done it's getting exhausting. things. It's exhausting. No more things. Yeah. So keep being a badass. And love yourself as you love <gasps> dropping a 
empanada through a wet bag and eating it off the concrete <laughs> or a scoop of ice cream and then just picking it up with your hand and then taking like a crane yeah like ooh, a crane like, 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 like what about one of those toy ones in the pizza place yeah, so you take yeah. it like that and, you keep on and then you scrape off the bit. bottom with a spoon and then you just pop yeah. that ball of ice cream into your mouth Love, love yourself, yourself like as that. much as you love doing that. That's right. Yeah. Or just as much as, as you love the food that you will go those lengths for. Yes. And that's that's how whatever much. food that is. And for me, that's any food at all. And it's food that's in front of me. Yeah. That's the food that that is. Yeah. I mean, yep. I did that for butter cookies at a movie theater. So there could have been jizz on those. Like it's we. That jury's still been. out. We'll never know. <laughs> I didn't die. That's it. That's the most we. Have. That's the most we know. All right. All right. I love you tons. I love you too. See ya. Bye. Buffy. And Frodo were in the Hogwarts library late into the night, prepping for the final trek into Mordor. Liz, I have to stop you. Why? Because this already sounds like the greatest story of all time. World Stealers! <laughs> More Banana Podcasts presents World Stealers. A fan fiction podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Liz. And every episode, we'll take you on a new adventure through a familiar fandom with a hot off the press original fanfic. World Stealers has everything wizards, uh, sea creatures, ooh. adventure and daring, terrible accents. So if you're a bit of a geek or you just love great stories, World Stealers is for you. Find us at the gates of Mordor or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas! Okay, back to the show. <laughs>